All right, let's just start rolling and talk about our friend Addison. I really, I really like spending time with that guy. I, I think uh, his story about CBD was wonderful and just very purposeful too. I mean, getting injured and having to find something besides opiates is, you know, a good option to have. Yeah. Um, overall, you know, I, I feel like he's he handled like his situation as far as like school and everything that he went through with it very well and it's a very like kind of triumphant story of like just just like a lot of ups and downs and he really found his niche in an unexpected way and still gets to enjoy the things that he likes like baseball you know and and this cbd helps him still be able to play or allows him yeah, he was really cool, man. I, I really appreciated his just entrepreneurial spirit. I was super hyped to hear that he had his insurance at, uh, license at age 16. Like, I didn't know that was even possible. And it was cool to hear him kind of break out of that 9 to 5. It sounded like his dad has a successful insurance firm in Southern California. And Addison wanted to stretch his wings, ended up in Pittsburgh and, you know, doing his thing with CBD, which is something you and I have talked about um has just been on the table through people that come through here. And, man, I really love this new format because we have interaction with you, our listeners. People that responded to our Instagram polls and stories, it was absolutely great to see your feedback because, like I said, well, it's something Troy and I generally talk about. It's always great to hear from the people. Before we dive into those results, Troy, what's your overall, like, quick idea of CBD when you hear it? My idea of it? Um, I would say like the words that come to mind are medicine and I would say like light or simple. Yeah, man. Right on. Like, I, I agree. It's it's one of those things that just kind of elicits some type of reaction, some knee jerk yeah. where we because um, some people I know you and I have, you know, spent time with here in the episodes afterwards and even off camera will say boy i nah cbd's not for me at all but we've also heard plenty of folks on the other end cameras off mics off that praise it um i mean i just i i'm not like a regular user but i i'm not i'm not against it like i i i think it or i shouldn't say against it, i think it works yeah well really interesting because the numbers definitely support that yes. our audience enjoys cbd and some of the things that they use it for. Man, the poll was great, dude. The responses were super positive. The feedback was good. Mm-hmm. I was, man, it was so hyped to see people interacting with our questions and following up with guests. The numbers shared, though, for our first question was, how many people have used CBD? We didn't even specify there's vapes, there's topicals, there's capsules. We just mm-hmm. kind of threw it out there. Who has or who has not used CBD? Guys, it, it was a resounding 82% of our listeners use CBD products. The other 18 had, you know, checked in and said they hadn't. But that's such a large percentage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think nowadays, especially like where before I was saying it's like medicine and light. I think it's within, as an over-the-counter substance, I I feel like it's just, it's normal for like, a 16 year old to like an 80 year old to have tried it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that that's a bad thing. I I mean, I think we're making a shift as a culture to like some more natural remedies. 
Well, agree. And I think one of our one of our respondents that I reached out to to see if we could use his response in our last question, Jason, mm-hmm. brought up a phenomenal point that we'll read at the end. I think it's really important because, um, as you said, whether it's from 16 to 80, that there is applications for it. Yeah. Whether it be focus, aches and pains. Well, let's just read through here a quick look at what people put in. The next question was, you know, what are the benefits you are seeking? We saw pain reduction come in, calm anxiety without the feeling of actually being high. Let's put a pin in that one and return to it, man. Mm-hmm. Um, also helps me with sleep. We had a few more. Someone else said just pain and general relaxation. Another one came in that did a great, I mean, just broke it down. Anxiety, sleep, muscle recovery. And then she said there's a CBD product for everything, healthy, safe, and versatile. This is images from Catherine's man, Catherine Mansfield. She was one of them. She gave us a great one-liner when we asked her about <laughs> how she handles stress. And she said she's a bottler, but she highly recommends CBD and loves it. Um, man, that's that's a wide range. Yeah. That's a wide range. Yeah, I think the most common thing that I hear it being used for is anxiety and stress relief. And I think it's for that community of people kind of like myself but i I dabble um that don't really want to use full-on marijuana with thc in it well that's why i think man we need to return real quick and share this person wanted to calm their anxiety without feeling high yeah do you know what it is with cbd the difference between cbd and what people would view as marijuana do you mean like chemically or like feeling and like feeling and what's involved with it? Yeah, I mean, because I've done both enough times, I feel like I can say this. Um, I I feel. I feel that like, at regular weed has the ability to ease anxiety and make you not stress, but because of the high and also because of where we're at today with just super potent strains, it has the ability to do the opposite and make you paranoid, which is, you know, a thing that people commonly talk about. Or even if you're not paranoid, for me, I feel like there's an, like my, if I say my mind's like a factory, there's like an overproduction of thoughts. There's way too much supply and not enough demand. And, um, CBD is kind of, is it's, if it's not too strong, because I've had strong enough CBD that has damn near made me high. Um, it, it's it's just the that calmness, and it, I feel it more in my body. I don't know. I can't even say more in my body, but it's just there's... <laughs> Honestly, the one person... Dude, we'll get to it. We'll get to her response. Okay. Her name's Krista, and she <laughs> dropped it on us like... It was so succinct. We'll get to it in our in listener responses okay, and feedback. Okay. Well, yeah, it's the 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 real difference is that there really is kind of no room for that paranoia or those excess thoughts. It's just like, oh, I'm just a little bit lighter right now. I don't know what it is, but yeah, it's it's almost like weed's second cousin. Yeah, it's not gonna it's not gonna freak you out. You're not gonna. I'm sure I think probably a lot that sits in the back of folks' mind with the potency of marijuana or just the either inconsistencies in edibles or not believing of their strength and power and what happens. I think a lot of people may have a fear of, well, CBD, I don't want it to make me paranoid. 
but it literally doesn't have that chemical to make you paranoid the way that it's no. crazy second cousin weed does. Yeah. And the same way with weed. I don't want to trash weed either. Um, there's, you know, a couple different forks down that avenue that you can definitely smoke weed that doesn't make you paranoid. Or yeah. you can definitely just kind of work on your dosage. That's the nice thing with, um, you know, I would fly the flag for cannabis with the control of having to go to a, spen- a dispensary now that there is quality control on the product. It may be extremely more s- powerful than when it was before. I know we've had guests on since that have sh- you know, talked about some of that with us. But at the same time, I think one of the downfalls of CBD, if there's anything we could share, is just quality quality control right now because as Addison shared it's really kind of the wild west yeah so I think that could be a con looking at it that you know looking at these numbers because it still has 18% out there of our listeners that were like no I'm not using it they don't don't have have a desire to and I think that could be some of it but doubling back and to put a bow on it um, these people are using it and the percentages show 88% said they found the benefits that they were seeking Mm -hmm. I mean just that was our third question of is this working or not yeah i think i mean even just outside of our own poll i i think the fact that it is everywhere now whether this is good or bad i mean you can buy it in gas stations i think this shows that there is a demand for it and if there's a demand for it demand for anything not always like you know people could be getting scammed but usually that's an indication that there's something to it there's something working i think that's really interesting what is when you said that, it made me think, what is the real demand, though? Uh, I mean, we can't answer that concretely, but I feel like the real demand, as I said earlier, comes from we're making a bit of a shift towards maybe not. I don't want to just say like natural medicine or like homeopathic remedies, but at least like understanding that, that a plant like cannabis, hemp, um, has medicinal properties and has overall use in our daily life and society, whether it's CBD, whether it's weed, or whether it's making paper and or clothes out of hemp. Um, so I feel like the demand is coming from, you know, you have the older generations, the boomers and whatnot that were like, um, why like, there were those old like commercials of like how like weed will make you deflated and whatnot oh. those pe- <laughs> those are hilarious or like the the dare error um just say no mothers against drunk driving which i know that's alcohol but you know it incorporated everything like that that whole that error is now being um enlightened to the fact that okay like this is just like spinach but it makes me feel i don't eat it and gain vitamin k and all this i i get a different feeling or i can mm. do this for me and then the like middle generations like me and you who have like grown up with it and are now transitioning to this stage where it's more legal you know we see that side because you know we rode both the fe- both fences and then there's the younger generation that's growing up where it's more of a norm so i, I feel like that's where the demand is and and it you know don't want to say this, but as that older generation passes on, it's just going to be people that have grown up mm-hmm. using it. They say progress is measured in gravestones, but I think the demand is really just to feel better. Yeah. I think, I think it was one of the things that we kind of just double backed on, and before we hit record, we were having a conversation about how everyone just wants to feel a little better. 
like I'll try this or this brand's not working or this one does work for me. Yeah. I think it's really important just to be conscious of what you're taking things for. I had a, we had a guest in here this week and he was just, his older fella owns a couple of businesses and he said one of the things he noticed in society was how many people, oh, what did he say? Coffee up and beer down. He said we drink coffee in the morning until until we're just about ready to leave, and then we get home, we gotta sleep, so we drink a lot of beer to calm down. He said we take pills to wake up, and we take pills to t- go to sleep, <sighs> and we're all in search for something. Yeah, it's it's I I think that's a huge detriment to society. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it, you know, this goes along with like what floating is for and and whatnot, but I. I I firmly believe that we should, you should be able to regulate yourself on your own. Like I smoke, I have no problem saying that I use mushrooms. Like there's, there are things that I use. I drink coffee or tea from time to time, but I can get up early and not need those things. I can relax without those other things. And I feel like everybody should have that. It's not good to be dependent on anything or anyone. Yeah, agreed, man. It's it's just every, with everybody's wiring so differently and predisposed to there's people out there that should never are just wired in a way that they should never try alcohol. And it's the way that people some are wired that they should never try cheeseburgers or lotto tickets or put a bet down on a game. We're all just trying to get a little bit better if we feel a little bit better and some people are chasing that dragon through a gambling slip uh snort of cocaine um whatever it may be but i think that's where the real desire is people want to feel better and then it's like man i think for me just being able to feel better is getting in that flow tank and just just distancing myself from the noise for 60 to 90 minutes um but how we're very fortunate in that aspect where there's people that get in that trap man and for two years, they're an alcoholic. And it's like, Jesus. Well, I mean, the thing is, is like while floating can be a great tool to disengage from all these worldly pleasures and just thoughts and everything, you know, you don't even need floating. Floating just helps get you to that next level or makes it easier because it's silent. But you know, I think the like to, I guess, put a bow on this, like you always say, is like self-control is a really important thing that a lot of people don't have or don't consider. I think you are right. <laughs> There's very little self-control. I think in a lot of us, we can talk our way into doing what we want to do as opposed to what we're supposed to do. Like with the cheeseburger thing, cause I love food. It's so easy to just be, to find, I mean, even like here on this podcast, like, you know, when me, you and Jamin get together and for like, just the three of us meeting. It's like, ah, so you, you, know, you want to <laughs> No wanna one says out? a word. No one says a word because we eat for the first 45 minutes. <laughs> but just even, we did it one time and it was so easy to be like, well, this is an excuse to, you know, shout out fatheads. You guys were freaking closed on Tuesdays. Like what? But that's what we wanted to go and, you know, get our giant stack of pork bits and other flavorful barbecue delights oh, <laughs> yeah i think you're right and it's and that's where like i'll see somebody that maybe you know is struggling with uh weight or something and it's like man that stuff is readily available and no one looks well all right i'll be filled with self-shame if i slide through <laughs> this drive through at taco bell at a certain hour but Likewise. like really no one gives a shit no one gives a shit there's workers there but it's readily available that if you want that treat 
you can easily talk yourself into it. And it's like, if you really want to, you got to set boundaries and self-control. And it fucking sucks. It fucking sucks the first day you have to go back into the gym. It sucks when you have to drive by that drive through and no one's in the fucking line and it's late and let's be honest it sucks every day i go to the gym every day and while i feel good afterwards it sucks every day when i know i want mcdonald's but i don't go it sucks telling myself no every day it's never worse than the first day though it just isn't and so if you're struggling out there and you have something like just put a hard line in the sand with yourself and try to get try to get on the right side and that's all like i just think a lot of people are looking to feel better and sometimes they fall down traps and rabbit holes of nonsense or something that you know i i just i see so many people and maybe it's just a position here that we see stressed people come in and they feel good afterwards but man if you can find something whether it's going for a walk or reading a book or just sitting in a quiet room or schedule yourself a float either way i think it's one of those things that like try to find something that isn't doesn't make you dependent on a chemical or a fucking cheeseburger also um not as a whole but i i do think people also need to be a bit more okay with accepting negative feelings you know like it's okay to be sad and it's okay to have those feelings as well obviously if it's prolonged you know and that's kind of what we're talking about is like uh figuring out ways to not be in like constant states of depression or something of the sort. But you know, it's, it's okay to be depressed for a little bit. I think, I think it's one of the cool things with these new episodes is giving us an opportunity to talk about some of these subjects that we see just in our everyday life that we see with guests. And also we get feedback from you guys. There were in this episode three, five, Man, I'm a bad counter. Did you see when I was trying to tell you about those slides? I fucking lost my mind. Those Instagram slides where oh, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it needs to be a pole on three and four. No, two and three. And you're just like, look at mine. So Yeah, just look at the studios. Um, but there was five here. And we're just we're going to read them, give a quick uh, kind of fire on them. A couple of them have uh, some room, some runway for us to chat about. But love to everybody that came in. We couldn't read them all. But uh, these ones, you know, we love you guys and really appreciate it. So let's pop off with the first one. Now, if I'm going to butcher your name, uh, I love you a lot, but uh, I'm going to do my best here. Um, So we have Perosin Club. I said it all quickly. I'm a heavy cannabis user, and my girlfriend has side effects. CBD for her is as cannabis is for me. There you go, man. Like you were saying, to each their own. Everybody has their thing, and it sounds like his partner... Weed isn't for her. It could be that uh, paranoia. It could just be anything. But she was able to find relief through CBD. So it's like just because one doesn't work for you doesn't mean the other one will not. So um, really cool to hear that. This is one we chatted about earlier. I wanted to double back on. Really like this dude. He's floated here a handful of times. Um, Jason, and I would butcher his last name. You want me to try to say it? Yeah, you got to. All right, then I'm going to show it to you. Olix. Jason Olix. Doesn't seem like you butchered that. All right, maybe not. It's O-L-E-X-I-K. Close I, Yeah, I don't think that that's he's that He's a super bad. good dude anyway. and I, Yeah, he's super cool. He has a really nice beard. But in any ways, to bring it home, he said it is, it is useful. CBD is useful. But it is overproduced, which is diluting the quality of available products. Yeah, that's a big, big one. I think so, because we have... 
you know, counterparts and people within the family that do CBD as well. So it's like, that's one of the things that we often hear. And if you want to give, I mean, Blue Mountain does a really great thing that they'll test anybody CBD against theirs. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's a very brave thing, but just speaks to the level that like Jason's spot on. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) once you can buy something in a gas station, gas station quality, whatever, is just not good. You know, if you're like, the best, quality. the best way to compare is like, do you go to get go? Do you take your girl to get go to eat? Like, is that like your your fancy dinner? You don't know. Like, you go there because you're on a road trip or like it's five in the morning and you just need a quick bacon, egg, and cheese. Could you eat eggs from get go? I've never eaten a get go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. There's one right up here on the. I was thinking like I've been there, man. Those eggs. I don't know about eggs. I'm going to get go for like a Kit Kat bar and like a Gatorade. That I, I literally did that last night. Well, you you pegged it really well when you said gas station. Anything really isn't something you're choosing. And so Jason's right, man. I think it's one of those things that once it's overproduced, that's watered down, and they, you know can really change somebody's perception on the product overall. So definitely check into stuff you guys are taking out there. Um, don't just pick up something silly at the gas station. Here's one. Here's here's yours, man. Krista, KG. You feel the same, but better. Can't argue with that. You just can't argue with it. It really is true. There's nothing overwhelming about it, right? There's nothing that you're going to be like, jeez. But it's just a little shine. It's just a little 5% to boost your moods. It's like your glasses were dirty and you just cleaned them. Clean glasses. Clean glasses. Yes, sir. Um, but yeah, right on. Good. I thought that was a spot on. Like, what's it do for you? Uh, it makes me, you know, the same, but a little better. Better. Um, classy glass. This is our friend Kristen. Um, she shared mushrooms work way better, but um, this, she used to sell CBD at a pharmacy and didn't notice any decrease in symptoms. Um, there's some medical stuff here I don't want to share, but, uh, yeah, I mean, just overall didn't notice anything. You and I chatted about this before turning the mics on. What are your thoughts here, dude? Um, well, I mean, this is kind of like that to eat your own thing. I mean, like she mentions something that she finds to be better, which is mushrooms. And like, I can, I can get that, but Sorry, can you can you read it again? Mushrooms work way better. And she used to sell CBD at a pharmacy and then just didn't really notice any decrease in symptoms from the CBD in the way that, um, you know, psilocybin has been. Yeah, so, I mean, I feel like that's, like, there's varying levels of issues in each person. And, I mean, me and so-and-so may have the same issue, but one thing may work better for me than for him or her. And so I, I think that's really what that is. And that's, I, I just, you know, this is like a thing where like, because it's legal and because it's just so safe, like, I just feel like everybody should try it because if you can get a quality brand, you never know. I mean, just, you brought up Blue Mountain Extracts, which is a local uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania brand. I mean, one of the, the main sales rep, James, uh, had a bad accident like years ago. And he was on opiates and he has transitioned off because of CBD. So 
And th- there's many stories like that. Um, uh, yeah, I guess. What are your thoughts on psilocybin working in some of this? I mean, I'm just completely pro psilocybin. Right. So we're going <laughs> to unpack this or uh, we beating around the bush here, man. I mean, all right, what, are, what are my, th- I mean, I think it just depends on like what you're, what you're using it for. And you know, it's, it's really like what I said before. It's just, everybody has varying degrees of certain ailments and illnesses. And it really depends. I mean, me, like, you know, every few months, like I eat, three to five grams and like I sit in my room or sit in nature for like five hours and just meditate and like that's how many birds land on you uh I've never had a bird land on me I've had (laughs) butterfly which that was like pretty crazy like a bugged out in a good way right and uh like you know mad bugs obviously (laughs) but like you know I this is a side note like ladybugs really like me and ladybugs supposed to be good luck so like all good I take that to heart so you'll spend the time in nature or in your room yeah I mean always preferably nature um you know I've never successfully microdosed that's something I want to see what that's like um what does that mean for those that may not know what microdosing is yeah microdosing is taking a, a very small amount so like in similar to like cbd it's like what krista said about you're the same but better it's supposed to basically do that and so yeah i've, I've never tried that and i want to see what that's like because we, like for those that don't know when you're taking really anything a gram and up of mushrooms not that you're like incapacitated but you're not going to be driving. Honestly, if you're like even more than two, walking can be a little bit weird if you're new to the experience. So, you know, I, I think mushrooms, and I mean, we, we've seen this, there's like, there is testing going on with mushrooms, uh, you know, mushrooms, LSD, and ecstasy to like cure PTSD, to deal with depression, and like to deal with all the mental health. These, these things are mental health drugs. They've just had a bad rap painted for them from you know like the 60s and 70s and whatnot do you, do you know what i think is fascinating what is their use in hospice services do you I know what that is no okay so when somebody's terminally ill and there's like there's no coming back the machine's gone they'll send them home and they'll do hospice care i mean you know a couple weeks or so but it's pretty much terminal they'll give them major doses of psilocybin and you'll be able to study the anxiety levels in their brain leading up to their death and down significantly. In my head, any psychedelic experience I've ever had, I've always felt it just turns the channel into another, n- another, another channel, another station. It's right there. And that everything's beautiful and you understand the universe. <laughs> and then it all goes away so quick. And then it slowly goes down the other path. I think that's what the transition is for us. I think we get a glimpse of that through these mushrooms, through psilocybin, through, you know, psychedelic experiences that are changing people's lives. So I think we're past the scary magic mushroom phase as people are really looking at it as a scientific level. And to see that these people that are ending, that are nearing the end of their lives and using them to transition into the next phase that's where our story and capacity as humans ends at that wall of death. That doesn't mean there's any there's, that there's nothing past that. It just means we can't conceive it. But whatever 
helps us over that wall of psilocybin, whatever it may be, it can't be looked at as a bad thing anymore. It can't be labeled as like a negative. If, if it's something that can allow us to feel better about ourselves, like, boy, it's going to be real hard to hold that one back. And being out like in Colorado, I think it was Colorado, maybe that decriminalized or Seattle. You know, there's a place within within the domestic 50 or 48 that like you can you can go get mushrooms and it's not a big deal. So, man, just that crossing over part is fascinating to me. So I think um, as you know, we I guess we could fall down. That may be another episode for us to look back and talk to our viewers about. To Gotta get Addison listeners. back. I mean, he dude, that guy works with mushrooms. You're right. He that dude, all kind, not he, just psilocybin. Yeah, he's a beautiful mushroom. That dude, pharmacologist, I think it is. He was talking about mushrooms that only grow uh, in the lunar light. Yeah, he's a goddamn. Champion. No, what was the it, like? It's it's in the, actually the promo for his episode. Like, um, there's like a like we eat mushrooms to like live. And then, like, they eat us when, like, we die. Like, He's a wild man. <laughs> yeah. Um, this last one, man, it came in. I thought it was, I thought it was spot on. Um, just brought something to light that I think is real important to listen. This is our last, uh, last one we'll respond to and we'll wrap up and get out of here. Um, but this one came in from Lala Champ 82. I, she, I love it. CBD, that is. But I have three types that work for different functions. So much of it depends on what you're using it for. People need the correct type for the result they want. Man, I think it's so smart, too. Um, I don't know what different types of CBD there are, but if there are different types, you should definitely be conscious of the types you're taking and seeking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't want to take an AM formula if you're desiring to go to bed at night. Yeah. (laughs) So... Yeah, I mean, I, I view it similar as just like weed. Um, there's sativa and indica, and I feel like for the longest time, most people just, ah, whatever. But when you break it, there really is a difference. Uh, for those yeah. that don't know, sativa is more of like a body and energetic high. It gives you like a boost. You won't like get tired while on it. It's what I prefer personally. And then indica is more of that head and like mellow, let's be couch locked and eat Cheetos high doesn't have to be the eat cheetos and couch lock part but it's it's you're chilling yeah it's it's real smart folks i mean definitely take a look into that if you're considering cbd products i'd absolutely encourage you to go check out follow the trees um addison was on talked about the importance i think it's also notable to give a shout out to blue mountain as a local cbd company that will offer to test any cbd you have against theirs and share the lab results with you i think that's super ballsy and so definitely want to give that type of bravery out but like with anything check into both brands we love addison and we love the folks from blue mountain extract as well so we just want to shout them out and hey guys truth be told find a third check out um you know another one and start comparing them what you put into your body is super important and like our last guest question said our last listener question said if there's different types check into that make sure you're putting in something where you're getting the desired results what are you thinking man do you have something Oh, no. Right on. Um, Listen, guys, if you yourself are dealing with anxiety or stress or just want an hour to chill out, hop over to schedulyourfloat.com. Get yourself an hour in the float tank or 90 minutes. Wouldn't hurt you either. This way, calm that central nervous system. Get out of the world. Find some center.
yeah peace I wanna relax, relax, put my mind at ease Good friends and good vibes, now that's all I need When life hurts, come down and flow to levity Let your problems wash away into serenity, whoa